0: Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Howdy, fellas. And Christopher Wern. Yo, what's up? We just watched episode two of The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw an Ashley meltdown, an Emmy meltdown, and Josh being so Joshy. We're going to do kill, it or send it home, Jameson's juicy Deats, and MVPs and losers. But first, I've got questions. We saw one of the strong rookies, Kells, go home. Who is happiest to see him go, Wern?
1: Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's probably a lot of people, obviously, so we're picking happiest. Uh, that's the question. Uh, I'm going to say Fessy and stop, you know, wasting time here. I think it's Fessy. I mean, for multiple reasons. Obviously, I don't know. There's a whole drama with uh, Fessy Torrey between last season and this season. But, uh I think he's I think he was scared of him. I think he was uh, scared of Kells. I mean, Kells only there for 2 weeks. I was impressed. I loved his demeanor during the whole deliberation. I mean, mm-hmm. didn't get worked up at all. I think his the, the like the only point where he failed in that deliberation was like he could have easily redirected the attention to Josh and had Josh get voted in. I mean, I don't know if it would have worked, but like I think he should have cuz I don't remember who said it, but it was just like, well, if it's not you, then who are we throwing in? And he just kind of didn't say anything. And, you know, unfortunately, maybe that's a lesson for him. You need to, like, really be cutthroat on this show, you know, when when you get the choice like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's Fessy. I think Fessy was afraid of him. He said, oh, there's another football player, and he's actually playing football professionally, even though it's in London and uh please bring that up
2: every week i love that you bring that up every week yeah
1: well you know only fessy can be the uh the only fifth round draft pick linebacker whatever the hell he was uh who doesn't play in the nfl on the show so yeah i don't know (laughs) what do you think jameson
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely sad about this, man. I think like he was, I, I watched him on um I'm embarrassed to say, uh, I watched him on love is blind or the circle or some dumb dating show on Netflix. that makes you want to like, you know, shoot yourself. It, it was, I, and he was really fun on that show. He was very smooth, smooth operator. So I think all the guys are really obviously, like you said, Chris, like they were shaking their boots, man. He is a behemoth like that dude could like take a skull in his hand and squeeze it and just brains. Um, I, but I think, like, you, I agree, Chris. I think Fessy probably, cause we all know Fessy's a fake. Fessy the fake! Um, he, you know, is not as talented as he says he is. He's, you know, he thinks he's cool. thinks he can, you know, take down CT. Um, so I, I, I would agree. I think Fessy um, was definitely very happy to see that behemoth of a man um, that could r- roll a rock up a mountain like the old tale, uh, go home. (laughs) Thysipus? Thysipus. There it is. Thanks, guys. Wow. Wow.
0: Woo! I feel like Fessy is, like, the most stupidly happy. Like, I feel like he thinks, like, well, that's taken care of. Now I'm good. But I kind of think CT might secretly be most happy because I'm sure he, you know, he plays the long game. He's like, all right, now there's two giant dudes one is out that's half my work done and now he just has to worry about fessy so maybe him but like you guys i just loved having someone that was just a little bit bigger than fessy because that's all he is going for him and he thinks that makes him I'm the top dog i'm the biggest guy here so to have one person there be bigger and be a professional athlete must have driven him crazy
2: it's really a shame that he had to go out the way he did too you know like that conference compet- that that like elimination i mean he, it was very dependent on his partner there and uh, i agree he was you know he wasn't the best partner you know a uh, motivator but at the same time like you know it, it, it's a shame that he didn't get like a brawl or something to go out with because it's so early and he probably would have gone pretty far
1: yeah i you know and it, it makes me think to the the elimination like are we going to be all team eliminations is that what it's going to be from here on out like it i'm not sure how i feel about that you know i'm just tapping into my feelings and it's that's an uh, excellent a, point man it's a little upsetting especially when you can send random individual people in as opposed to teams i like i don't know i kind of want to see like a guy versus a guy and a, and a girl versus a girl as opposed to teams against each other every time like i think maybe the first elimination was kind of meant to be separate but it
0: worked out that it was like the team kind of worked together yeah um, my hope is that they sort of weed out a lot of the fat by getting rid of teams at first and then move to solo because there was a clip of a hall brawl and unless both teams go and they do some, you know, best of five or whatever. But I feel I agree with you. Like these can only be so good when you have mixed couples doing it. Like there, there's no way to to really have them be physical if four people are competing. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: I'm assuming they did it because last season, you know, everyone predicted it was, it's a guy's night. It's a girl's night, whatever. And that kind of really, you know, shaped how people voted and everything like that. Um, But I'm with you. And also like, it's not even like it's partners that are normally partners. You know, it's these people that get paired up right then and there. They got no chemistry. They got no, you know, rhythm. So then it just kind of takes away that as well. Like, you know, you you want to see partners that you love, They've been together for a while to stay together. So, for them to go out that way it just feels kind of weird.
0: Now, enough serious talk. Do you guys want to get into some drama or what? Drama. Yeah. There's a lot of relationships brewing this season. So, whose relationship is built to last, Jamison?
2: <laughs> oh, man. None of them. Um, <laughs> this is reality. <laughs> Are we talking like the end of the season or are we talking afterwards? Because if we're we're going by bachelor rules, reality show rules, I mean, they're all fucked. Uh, But I tell you what, they are entertaining. We talked about it last week and we saw it again this week. The partying is back. The makeouts are back. And drunk Ashley voice is back. And there's something about when she's just real drunk. And then Nelson paired with that when he's real drunk. Them talking together, it's two imbeciles going at it and they're not making any sense and it's I love that relationship the most um I hope it lasts the longest because it's the most entertaining and just just a total shipwreck um (laughs) and it's gonna go down it's definitely gonna go down eventually either because someone goes home early or or whatever but man I hope that one lasts because it is entertaining Ashley just just loses it and Nelson's such a dumb dumb he's just like well I'm not allowed to make out with other girls when I make out with you It's like oh it's so good it's just two 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 idiots just together forever
1: (laughs) yeah it is super entertaining i i just hope that both of them last you know long enough on the show that even if they aren't together that this drama continues throughout the season because that's all i really care about uh if it feels like Nelson in this last episode is like moving on from Ashley's like, it's over. I'm with you now. Berna, I think her name is right. Yep. Like Berna, the German woman, uh, <laughs> that Nelson the doors. Um, <laughs> but as far as like what, who's going to last the longest? I mean, there's so many choices. There's Nani and Casey, uh, there's Amanda and Fessy. And, uh, who else am I missing somebody else? Well, no, but just
2: just so you know, Nani will suck the soul out of Casey's body so she can live longer, and then that relationship will end. But,
1: right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for an outside relationship, and it hasn't even started yet. It's Emmanuel and Michelle.
2: Ooh. Wow.
1: I see it coming. I feel <laughs> like they are like teasing it, and it's coming, and I want to see it happen. So right. that's my vote because they're they both seem somewhat normal, like, although the. You know, Manuel, the Romanian, they tend to, you know, get fucking wild, but I think he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, pull some feelings out for uh, Michelle. That's the sense I get. The Romanian bad boy. That's
0: right. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) He looks like an evil villain.
0: I, the more relationships, the merrier this season because you know it's going to get messy with all of them. My favorite, obviously, is Nelson and Ashley, but it seems like it's on the way out. I just love that Nelson is like the heartthrob of the season. And I don't <laughs> think he can control all this attention. Let's get him on The Bachelor. Let's have him date 30 women at once.
2: Oh, Could you imagine? Just imagine how
0: agonizing it would be for Nelson to have to send women home every week. He wouldn't be able to do it.
2: He would feel so bad. You would talk about. You would talk about their personalities and why they're good people, but like at the same time, totally disrespect them as people. Um,
1: <laughs> Just like backhanded compliments the whole time.
2: They really should bring. I I would love some cross, you know, partnership here. Like bring CT. We've talked about it before. Him as a bachelor would be excellent as well.
1: I mean, you know what? Talking about. The bachelor too. It makes me think like if you brought bachelor people onto the show, or even if you just like incentivized people, like, hey, you know what? This season, if you kiss someone, that's five hundred (laughs) bucks. Just like that. (laughs) Five hundred bucks.
2: You're you're right on the edge of prostitution here, bro. Being a pimp.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you know
1: what? I'm not selling anybody in particular. It's just
0: it's a bonus. It's a bonus system for the show. And is it prostitution if both parties get paid for the smooch? I don't think
2: so. Consensual, yeah. No, for sure.
0: Yeah. Like, who's the prostitute there? I don't know.
2: (laughs) Well, all we know is Chris Wern is the pimp. And I'll take that any day.
1: Me too. I need some some feathers in my cap. (laughs) Big orange suit.
0: Let's do killed it or send it home.
1: Wern. Uh, So this last week, you know something caught my eye and it's kind of been, I don't know, getting my attention the last couple seasons, really. Hell, I may have even had it as a red school send it home at some point, who knows? Uh, but I noticed, I love how excited everybody gets for TJ's entrances. It's like he's driving down the longest freaking road. You can see him the entire time. He's not even in the driver's seat of a Lamborghini <laughs> and everybody is losing their fucking minds. They're going nuts. They're shouting, oh, hands on head, just mouth's wide open. They're just like, oh, no way. He's coming. There's TJ. Guys, I mean, I don't know. These are grown adults. <laughs> I'm just kind of <laughs> like,
2: they?
1: I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> by age, maybe not by maturity. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Are are they actually this excited? Probably not. How do you feel about the excited about TJ's entrance, uh, reactions killed it or send it home, Jameson. What do you think?
2: I mean, I don't know. I when it comes to TJ, you cannot go wrong. And there's something about these guys. I bet they're standing there for a while, like they're getting all these instructions. They're like waiting and waiting, and, and then TJ comes out of the blue. I could. I'm an optimist. I feel like they're they are genuinely excited. Are they? You know, pushing it over the edge? Of course they are. So like you know, for the TV, but uh, I, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna kill it. I, I, I think that it's fun. He does have some good entrances. Sometimes all, a helicopter, a Lamborghini, you know, there's always, you know, an explosion, um, guaranteed. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I'm all for it, man. I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's obviously silly, but you know, I, I get excited. I, I get a little excited when I see TJ come around the corner.
0: Danny? I'm going to say killed it for that very reason. Don't you guys get this excited when TJ shows up <laughs> these ways? When he comes on a helicopter and a speedboat, I'm always just sitting there with a big dumb grin on my face anytime he makes an entrance.
1: Man, you know, I I think there are situations where it's worth it. Again, explosions, helicopter, something crazy. I don't know, this last week, wasn't that impressed. There have been ones where I'm not that impressed. I just thought the reactions were overdone. So I'm going to send it home myself. But hey, you guys killed it. That's cool. That's cool.
2: <laughs> <I know> that.
0: <laughs> Jameson.
2: Oh, man, I had a, I had a couple I was going to talk about tonight. But I think I'm going to stay in the same world that Chris is in. Uh, and I wanted to talk about the explosions. Okay, these explosions that have no purpose at all. Um, I actually saw online that they actually had Bessie and his partner, like, run through the explosion even though they didn't do it. Like, just to, just to do it, make sure they had it for TV. I, what do you guys feel about like the explosion? They're not, like, insanely exciting to me. I don't know. I'll, I'll save my opinion for my turn. But, Danny, uh, what do you think?
0: I thought that this um, challenge was plenty fun without the explosion. The explosion just felt so tacked on. So, I'm going to send this particular explosion home. <laughs> but in general the more explosions the merrier
1: <laughs> yeah i agree uh with the more explosions the merrier because maybe it's the inner 13 year old in me but anytime i can see an explosion hell yeah i'm getting all fired up and i don't <laughs> even care i love that it doesn't make sense it makes it more funny and ridiculous to me i love that like i just <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thing like oh guys i just you know, fit these pieces into a box and I press the button and something over on the mountain just freaking exploded. It's so dumb that I love it because it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I'm all for the explosions, Jameson. They fucking killed it.
2: I I guess I, I, I feel you. I mean, I like explosions. I, You know, I'm, I'm a little boy too, but I just, I, for this particular explosion, I'm going to send it home. I just felt like, at first when I was watching, I was like, oh, do they have to like, cross the finish line before the explosion and i was like no that's pretty cool but no it was just like we're gonna explode when you run by after you run by though because safety precautions you know and so then it was just like so pointless to me uh but yeah so i'm gonna agree with danny on this one for this particular oh, occasion dude I, I'm pointless saying
1: yes but funny also yes
2: true <laughs> And True. True. <laughs> but like, look at what you're saying right now. That's the same. You could say the same for TJ's entrances.
1: I could, and the, but and not always entertaining. Explosion,
2: <laughs>
0: always entertaining. <laughs> Especially TJ. when they're more pointless. Danny, I'm, what do you got? I'm gonna stay on the uh, TJ train here. Emmy calls TJ Mister TJ. <laughs> so. <laughs> Killed it if TJ enjoys this nickname or send it home if TJ hates being called Mr. TJ. Man,
1: that's oh, a I tough Chris. one. That's a tough one. I'm going to say killed it. I think, I think he likes it. I think he's going to go back to his hotel room after that elimination and he's going to look in the mirror and say, Mr. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's right. I think he's going to like it. I think, I don't know. There's something about it. Just, I think misters, you know, whatever it is, rubs people the wrong way sometimes. I think TJ's going to be open to it. I think he's going to like the respect that's implied by Mr. TJ. Uh, because we all know we're running his final and it's his show. So I think he's all for it. I'm I'm saying killed it on Mr. TJ. I enjoyed it. Jameson. Hell yeah,
2: man. I'm all with you there, dude. TJ loves it. I mean, he's been, been doing this show for so long. He, you know, he really doesn't have all he gets to do is ride in these Corvettes and Lamborghinis, come in on helicopters, and then just stand there with his like weird connective tissue to the theme of the show that season. And for him to get a little present, a little, you know, little little Easter egg there in the middle of the show, I think he loves it, man. He definitely goes home and he's like, "Hey, call me Mr. TJ." Uh, you know, so <laughs> that's Mr. TJ to you, producer
0: Danny. What do you think? I'm going to say killed it as well because you can tell she fully means it with respect, you know, like she's not messing around. Like she, she really thinks of this guy as deserving of Mr. I can't possibly call him TJ or Tej. I got to put some respect on TJ's name by adding the Mr. Um, but I will say, you know, before she goes down into the elimination, she went on this whole tirade that somehow very emotional, went back to her childhood, tying it into, you know, the challenge now. And he just stands there stunned, waits a second, and then goes, Ed, and
2: waits for his <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs>
1: oh, So good.
2: Time to get juicy. With Jameson's
0: Juicy Deets.
2: Woo, Guys, uh, I don't know if it's the hurricane that came by on the East Coast, but man, it is getting humid. It is getting juicy. Uh, that connection made no sense. All right, so uh, very excited for some juicy deets tonight, guys. I love giving you guys the juice. Um, first juicy, juicy juicy, deet that I have today is actually like a very logistical one, but I kind of think that as Challenge fans, we like to hear the 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 you know ins and outs of how the show kind of comes together um and so i wanted to share this one with you because i thought you guys would enjoy it so i found out the schedule of how they do challenges uh while they're there and i thought that was kind of cool so here you go monday they have a challenge okay a daily challenge that night they have elimination um or the next night it might sometimes it goes to the next night so Tuesday, they could do elimination. Wednesday is interviews. They do interviews all day Wednesday. Thursday, they have another daily challenge. Friday, elimination. And Saturday and Sunday, they have off uh, to do what they please at the house. And, you know, it's just a silly little schedule, but I thought I would share it with you guys. And, you know, because it's kind of nice to to know the deets.
0: I have always wondered about this. This is one of my favorite deets you've ever dropped on us because I've always wondered, like, you know how they always act like, oh, it's a surprise. We got woken up at four in the morning. And so I've always been like, do some of them just not drink as much just in case that happens? And they don't want to be hung over. But it's good to know that they have some days where it's like, we can just go for it tonight with no questions yeah. tomorrow if we're uh, hurt.
2: For yeah. some reason, I kind of was shocked that they, I thought maybe they'd have more time off. Like they do a challenge every week, you know, or whatever. But no, they they get right to it, man. Day Day in, day out.
1: So I'm assuming the party nights are also on like Monday and Thursday. Then, well, or they, maybe, maybe or, is or it they every just night like the party.
2: <laughs> I feel like yeah, Monday nights because that's when they have nomination. They you know have a party, and then Tuesday nights they'll do elimination.
0: Right. Wednesday they, so they do
2: awesome. all these interviews. Yeah. I could say Tuesday nights after elimination being party nights too because Wednesdays are just interviews.
1: Well, they always show them coming home, right? Like they come back and they're like all fired up about whatever and they kind of like hang out and i don't know if it's like party party but uh, maybe it, yeah maybe every night's a party for them who knows uh <laughs> and the interviews i take it are like what we're seeing like the cut to person talking in the fucking
0: booth
2: yeah okay. yeah totally Which So that's like name- that means
0: Kyle writes all his bad jokes on Tuesday. Ready for Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's
2: like a like an SNL writer, up all night, you know, ready to fucking do all of his jokes on Wednesday at the table read. This <laughs> is <laughs> oh, out there God looking like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like chicken, but I can't have that kind of chicken.
0: Don't uh, break either. the eggs, Bessie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was like a good goofy voice. Uh, Literally, like the character Goofy. Um, uh, The only other deed I was going to share with you guys, I got a pick of the list from week one. Um, It's very hard to read. (laughs) So I was only able to, like, look at a few things. But I thought I would share a few of the the tidbits that were written on the list. Um, So we got Trust in God. First off, that's how the list starts. Trust in God, you know, nice little no to god and then it says fessy he's he's not playing around yet he acts different in front of other people compared to other people i thought that was kind of a nice sentence um ashley and amanda a pair that's what it says a pair <laughs> looking to take advantage of novet then it says Devin. all it says for Devin is questionable um <laughs> Uh, and then for Nelson, I thought one more. There's others, but it's really hard to read. Nelson, it says, convincing, good heart. That's all. So I thought those were fun little deeds from the list uh, that was written week one.
0: Absolutely none of that feels like something that had to be written down and documented. Right? <laughs> no.
2: I'll, I'll send no. you guys a pic of it. It's It's pretty silly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine getting sent home for
2: that. <laughs> you yeah. thought you were so sly like taking notes just keep it in your brain <laughs> anyways that's the juicy deets i thought you guys would enjoy those tonight uh some fun logistical deets
0: that was great. a juice today yes. great a juice excellent let's hand out some mvps were uh
1: so you know i had a toss-up between two people this week i want to do or i want to give a Honorable shout to the person I didn't pick, uh, which was Ed. Uh, Not only does he remind me of Jameson with his hair and beard, but um, I didn't really like uh, Ed on the circle that much. I didn't really care for him, Uh, but I'm starting to like him a lot right now. And he seems to maybe be Nelson's new buddy in place of Fessy. He might be able to work his way into that. I don't know. The way they showed those scenes with him might be able to work his way in there, but uh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. My real MVP this week is Emmy again, Uh, not only for surviving elimination, but I think what I realized is, I mean, obviously I'm liking Emmy a lot. She's very authentic and it reminds me of Big T. Um, She's different from a lot of the competitors. And I think she has just this like really genuine, honest approach to the whole thing. Um, I don't think she's bullshitting for the camera. You know, the whole spiel she gave to to mr tj and the guttural (laughs) scream she gave when she won was just like i loved it like it was real it feels real um so yeah i'm gonna say emmy again two weeks in a row she's my mvp
2: wow two weeks in a row mvp well you guys i just took my hat off because i think you guys know who i'm giving my mvp to the philly jameson um man that Is he from Delco, Danny? I mean, that accent is, yeah. Uh, It it is so good.
0: That's a Delco accent, all right. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) Uh, I just want to hear him say Wooder uh, all night long. I hope there's a challenge with Wooder um, for him to just repeat it over and over. I don't know. Look, when he came in, he came in real hot. He was very happy. And my fiance right away was like, he's you. Uh, He's muscular you. I should preface that he is much better in shape me. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of shocked that he won, uh, on this episode. Like I really didn't think he would make it far and he might not make it far, but you got to hand it to him. He came in challenged, never been on it before and made it happen. Um, and he's very happy while he does it. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Ed.
0: I also have to give it to Ed as a, as a Philadelphia native. I know, and am related to many similar Philly scumbags. And I say that with, with you know, uh, the utmost respect for those Philly scumbags. But I could listen to him say anything, you know, like during that challenge. Just saying normal stuff is just funny when he's like, the puzzle piece flipped over on its side. We can't get it to turn around. We're going to go down <laughs> there and get it. Like, <laughs> Yes.
2: We need, we, we need an accent, an Ed, Ed impression every week, Danny. <laughs> So good. The Philly so, accent is so unique, man. It is like one of the most unique accents in the country.
0: It's really weird, and and I feel like there was a spotlight on it from Mayor of town for the first time. Yes, yes. Because when you tell people there's an accent there, they don't fully understand, and then when you're there for a while, you're like, oh, it, it's like, it's unlike any other accent. It's very strange,
2: especially when it's extra thick. Like it's like a you know, like when you go down to Louisiana and that accent's really thick like you're like well, holy shit what are you saying it's that level of like whoa this is doesn't feel real it's so it's so incredible
0: and i thought that because i moved from philadelphia when i was in sixth grade so i thought i never had the accent and recently my mom had on like an old christmas video and i was like three years old and i was like "G.I.J.s, is nice so I, <laughs> <laughs> I had it as a kid apparently <laughs> amazing loser of the episode, Jameson, who do you got?
2: Oh, I'm so happy that the show is back and some things just never change and some things just feel so right to say out loud, you know, when, when it's Christmas time and you say, Merry Christmas. It feels so right, it feels so happy and joyful. And like, like that moment of joy, I would love to say, Josh, here is another loser of the week. Oh man, it feels good to be back on the challenge. Watching the challenge, Josh, what an idiot! Like he makes up this lie that <laughs> that us is talking shit. He sits at the table in front of everybody. Oh no, I, I heard you say that stuff about us. So uh, you making deals? Are you making deals with? I can't do the accent as well as Danny can, but or no, Chris actually nails it, too. You both nail it. But either way, what a loser! Just I mean, he just talk
1: like an idiot. <laughs> he just
2: he just never fails to look like an idiot on this show. And it, it's just amazing. I love how, I'm really sad about Kels leaving. to be honest with you, because I thought he would have been a great competitor, but I love what he did when Josh called him out. And he went to every person around the table. Did I make a deal with you? Did I make a deal with you? Like didn't even fuck around. And Josh just looked like a little bitch, you know, with his tail between his legs. Once again, classic Josh, you're a loser again.
1: I, uh, I completely agree for pretty much the same reasons I am just going to add on, like, I mean, he's being resorted to being Fessy's henchman again, yet again. And he has to know, like at some point, Fessy's going to dispose of him. Um, and like you said, with the whole thing with Kells, I mean, I think it would have even been more respectable if he was, if he just went out and said like, Hey, like, we're all intimidated by you. You're a great competitor. Like we can yeah. all see. You. So we're going to throw you in and see what you can do. And like, he wouldn't have burned any bridges with that. He might have even gained Kels's respect. But instead, he's just going to lie and then look like an idiot. Um, and I also picked out this nugget <laughs> when Amber B came on the show. He said in his little interview, he said, Luckily, you're walking into the game working with me. And I just <laughs> thought, She's screwed. She's screwed. <laughs> oh, Josh, he's a loser. He's a loser. Danny.
0: I mean, Josh, who else? Uh, like you said, he, he's become Fessy's mouthpiece, and I'm sure he was just so easy to manipulate to do this. I'm sure he was like, look, this will be, be a strong move by you. It'll be a big TV moment. So he comes in, I have something to say, you know, and he <laughs> thinks it's going to be his big moment, and he just gets shut down repeatedly. Like, he just looked like an idiot. It's no good for him because now all the rookies are like, this guy's a clown. I don't respect him. Like, let's get rid of him. Yeah. He's the Why worst. Why didn't say he anything? He's the worst.
2: He always finds a way. And then, how about every week they're going to do it with TJ coming on with this like grainy video, like, your time is up, guys. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. stop talking. I'm like, yeah. we don't need it. We don't need that team. Anyways, yes. What a loser.
0: Speaking of time being up, until next week or until Wednesday, that's it from the tribunal.
2: Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. You guys killed it.